0: Okay. This is Rashawn Slater, first round draft pick for the LA Chargers and you're listening
1: to
2: the Charged Up Bolts podcast. Bolt up.
3: Hello and welcome to the Charged Up Bolts podcast. We bring you on this podcast the hottest takes around. We preview and review every game and this week we're bringing you a special YouTube uh, episode specially for the upcoming Eagles game. Is that Have I pronounced that right, John?
2: Eagles. <laughs> Eagles. Yins. Yins don't know what you're talking about. No, Sorry. no idea. Water. So we're playing, it's pronounced we're playing water.
3: This week. Water. Water. I can't do it. I'm I, not even going to try I, to do it. It I ends sper- up being
2: Welsh. I've spent a lot of time in Philly for work, and uh, I know some I know some peeps out there, and they, they'd be mad at me if I didn't pronounce Yins and water. some water. That Eagles. Water. Go Eagles. Go Eagles. Didn't that,
1: didn't that boxer come from Philadelphia? What's his name? Ricky Ricky Balboa. Oh, Rocky.
2: <laughs> rocky bell wow all right all right sorry. we can't all we can't all be is... we can't all be giant white ogres like like you guys have what's his name uh i just watched him yeah oh,
1: he's I, I don't like him oh man that's bad i wanted uh, wilder to win we'll never hear the end of that knockout
3: Look, back to topic. We're playing the Eagles.
1: What is going on? Is this a boxing podcast? or something?
3: we're all losing our mind. It's a big night here in the UK. Excuse me for your explosions, what viewers and listeners. Yeah, we're not in Iraq. Fifth of November. But we you know, we have nothing to celebrate. We're coming off two disappointing defeats. The bubble around the fan base seems to have burst. Not really sure if we're the real deal or if we have major issues. And coming into the Eagles game, we're missing some significant pieces. Herbert comes in with an injury designation in the weakest of his hand. We look like we're very much undermanned at cornerback with Asante Samuel Jr. and Michael Davis worryingly injured. And the charges look very thin. The depth is now exposed. But we face an Eagles team led by Mr. Jalen Hurts. I'm not particularly thinking this is a powerhouse of a franchise. Um, I'd rather I'd be probably be more fearful if Gardo was the uh, starting quarterback. But, you know, we, 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 it's a big road trip. It's one we need to win and win convincingly if we're going to be real contenders. It's an, it's an out-conference game. I'm gonna go around the table and see what you think. Dan, we've missed you, pal. You get to go first. What are you excited about? Do you think we can get
0: back on track? Well, I'm excited uh, mostly about um well Colchester United kickoff in about 10 minutes on BBC two. So that's what I'm excited about. Then I'll worry about the charges. Um life no, must be uh... rough,
1: mate, for you to be worried <laughs> about Colchester United.
0: Colchester United versus <laughs> AFC Sudbury. What a game. <laughs>
1: For, for, for um, our U.S. listeners, this is like worse than high school soccer. You know, this is like...
0: Yep. We're in the <laughs> lowest professional division. They're worse. Um, <laughs> I think this game, um, I'm excited to see. Um, well, I'm just excited to see if our defense can actually do something. And I know we're not going to have um, the corners, but, you know, it's not like they've got um, superstar wide receivers. Um, yeah, they've got Dallas the Conducts. Devonta Smith, yeah, he's no someone better.
2: Jared Cook, you mean Jared Cook? <laughs> he's definitely yeah. better than Jared Cook.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. I think that's that's what I'm looking forward to. Um, I don't have high hopes for our O line, um, but then I think it'll be a long time before I have high hopes about our O line again and feel that confident. Um, so yeah, that that's. That's me.
3: Mate, I'm, I'm sort of with you, but I'm going to go to Was and see, you know, what do you feel going into the Eagles game? Is this a must win? Do you think it's one
1: that we just need to see some incredible improvements? What are you looking for? Look, I'm happy to win by a field goal. We have to win because there's now pressure on the uh, rookie head coach to see if he can actually turn this round. We've lost two on the bounce. Pretty ugly. And I think it boils down to a lot of our star players um, are either getting dragged down by the players that are not stepping up to the mark or we're just going through a bit of a dip. Um, Dan's already mentioned the offensive line and we know it's going to be a problem on the right-hand side, you know. Um, I expect some changes going down the line. I don't know whether that's going to be on Sunday or not. I'm not sure. But even even some of our studs are not playing well. You know, Herbert's had an off game. Allen's dropping passes. Eckler's dropping passes. Joey Bowser's not registering sacks. Um, I think the only, the, the shining light, the minute the shining beacon is, is Derwin James. Arguably one of the best um, safeties in the NFL. But if you look at his uh, PFF rankings, and I use that as a metric just to see how uh, players are coping or playing, you, you know, um, against their sort of um, peers and competitors, rivals, whatever you want to call it. He, he ranks 19. So even Derwin James has not been playing lights out. Um, We know how he can play. Um, We've just got to tidy things up on all three phases. You know, we're not um, getting any rhythm on on either side of the ball. We're not getting any rhythm on the offense. First and second downs, we're stuttering. We're putting ourselves in third and long situations. That can't keep happening. And we're now starting to see a regression in the fact that we're, we're no longer being aggressive and taking chances in the fourth down situations like we saw at four and one. And yes, we were we had every right to get excited at four and one because this was a very different Chargers team. I'm not downbeat on the team. I completely trust Brandon Staley. I completely trust Justin Herbert. If you watch or if you'd have uh, actually read the LA Times this week, um Brandon Staley speaks in defence of Keenan Allen. So look, it's an aberration. He's going through a bit of a rough spell. You tell me a professional sports person, man or woman, at the top of their game that hasn't had a dip in form. Somewhere on the lines, whether it's basketball, baseball, soccer, um, you name it, we are in a bit of a dip at the minute. The Eagles are 3-5. and five. They had a great win last week, but I say great win. They put a lot of points on the board. It's up to us now to step up. We have to tackle. John will elaborate a little bit more on this because he's, he's, he's a bit more savvy on the mechanics. John, I'm struggling to see why we are flapping at fresh air and why we're not putting in robust tackling. You know, the guys, I, I get it. The guys can't be on the bags every day. They need all the recovery they can get. But good Lord, why can't we tackle, John?
2: Um, I mean, there's a number of reasons. One, the NFL has made it harder to tackle. I mean, every single rule, basically, if you go anywhere near a head or a knee or a face or anything, they're going to throw a a penalty. If your head is too low or too high, they're going to throw a penalty. So it's really changed the mechanics. So I think a lot of guys are thinking a lot more before they make the tackle uh additionally i think there is a really big emphasis on this team right right or wrong i'm not saying this is bad or good i'm just saying there's a big emphasis on this defense on stripping the ball forcing turnovers which is great when it works but when you go for that turnover um you're not necessarily focused on taking the guy down and if, and if you've got a someone who's got good leverage and you know you're not you're not in a good position to take him down you're going to end up falling off of them trying to punch that ball out trying to take it out and finally i think some some of our players are, are playing a little over aggressive i think some of them are finding themselves either at a at a precarious position or out of position and they're trying to quickly make up for that by by going full speed at the runner and Well, all it takes is when you're going full speed in one direction, you don't have the ability to kind of make a a quick adjustment if he cuts, turns, twirls, whatever. So uh, I think you get a lot of the guys who are kind of coming in full speed uh, and basically they're missing because all it takes is one move and change direction and the guy misses them. So I think there's a lot of, of issues going wrong. I don't necessarily think it's a fundamental problem. I just think part of it is just kind of some guys are out of position. Part of it might be that they're still getting used to this defense and where they're supposed to be and who's supposed to be covering where. I mean, I think just like on the offense, we still get quite a bit of miscommunication. Got guys shooting the same gaps. I mean, I've gone through and watched every game multiple times now, and I cannot tell you how many times I've seen defenders both shooting the same gap. And they're basically just running into each other. And they're making yeah. the offensive line's job easier, which is one of the reasons why the running defense is so bad. It's because if everybody shoots the three gap, guess what? There's nobody in the one gap or the two gap. And then there's a giant hole for someone to run through. So, and then someone else has to come out of position to try to make a tackle, having ran halfway across the field. And guess what? You miss. You know, I love Kaiser White this year. I think he's done a great job. But he is susceptible to you know, and part of it is because it's maybe not his job and he's trying to make up for somebody, but he's got to come running from across the screen. You don't even see him in the play and all of a sudden he's trying to make a tackle. Sometimes he misses, not necessarily his fault. He's trying to recover. So I, I think there's a lot that goes into the quote unquote bad tackling and I think part of it is positioning thing, part of it is just I think this team is still learning the defense and still learning the offense and uh, you know, I I'm hoping that it's coming together soon. I'm hoping that 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 light bulb moment will come and everyone will be like, okay, I get it now. This is where I'm supposed to be. This is what I'm supposed to do uh, but until that time i think we're going to continue to see missed tackles missed opportunities and, and poor play along the line
1: hey john that's a good point about the team maybe trying too hard um trying to force the issue i never really looked at it like that but yeah that's that's a that, that's a good point and we'll, we'll probably see i want to keep an eye out for the ne- next two or three games to see if if that is a a factor as to where we are at four and three
3: well, I was watching some of the earlier games in the season. I went back and watched the Browns game in particular to see, you know, what we did wrong, what we did right. And exactly, is your heart okay?
2: What, say again. Is your heart okay? <laughs> I, 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 that's one game I didn't rewatch because I watched it live and I get like PTSD just rewatching. And I'm just like, Ugh. I need to
3: The fact that we scored well, but you know, you, you mentioned the tackling and, and and instead of tackling, going for the ball, and you watching Nazir Ziradli lunge Njoku when Njoku had his long touchdown and he just reaches around and tries to go for the ball and sort of push it out instead of wrapping around tackling and just accepting it. And that is a mentality now and again, that'll work um but then again you're going to give up touchdowns and it's a it's a big risk sometimes big reward type of
2: game i'd like to be smart you know on that play he was he was the safety valve i mean he's a safety right but he was the safety he was the only one left he was the only one between joku and paydirt and when you're in that position you have to be smart enough to know that hey i can't be going for the ball here i need to go for the tackle right um if you're if you're on the second level and you've got you know you've got safety help over the top still you've got Mm -hmm. someone behind you yeah go ahead and you know, try to punch that ball out, and if you don't take him out, hopefully whoever's behind you is going to come and and knock it out. But Adelaide needs to be smarter there. He needs to know, hey, there are times when I should go for the ball, and times when I need to just make the tackle. And that time he chose poorly.
3: No, he definitely
2: did.
1: Go on. Yeah, I was. I mean, I, I, did a, I did an article today on ChargeUpBolts.com and. One thing that I mentioned was, you know, the, the players have to shoulder some responsibility because the, the coaching staff are there to work on technique, fundamentals, strategy. But once the players cross that white line, especially the veterans, you're expecting them to catch the football. You know, you're, you're expecting them um, not to jump offside. So as long as the within the camp, within the locker room, they're, they're, everybody's shouldering the responsibility... I think we'll see some progression. It's when you start seeing certain individuals going, well, it's his fault, it's not on me. That's when the problems start. And I think this is where I was alluding to earlier with Brandon Staley. Steep learning curve for him now. He's still a winning head coach. But if we lose on Sunday, he's back to 500. If we lose again the following week, which I think is the Vikings, he's then a losing head coach. And this is where you start getting into that situation that Anthony Lynn found himself in. He, he dug himself a hole so deep, he couldn't get out of it. Now, a lot of that was because of blab, bad bad play calling or inept play calling, whatever you want to call it. I don't think Staley's in that bracket. He, he's got a sound mind. He's got an outstanding offensive coordinator around him and a very, very good defensive coordinator. So I, I just want to see us bouncing back. An ugly win is a win. That I just want to see us get a bit of um, momentum back. Let's get some pride back into our game and actually let's make some plays. Let's be aggressive. Let's air the ball down and and, and stop dropping the football because easier no, said God, than done. Me he sat here in my hotel room. But, you know.
3: <laughs> go and get some sticky stuff on your gloves, Keenan Allen, please. <laughs> <laughs> at um, least
0: at least our defence should have a, a chance to go out and make their plays. I mean, they're going up against a Shane Steichen offence. Oh, they surely know something like, they, they, they've gone up against that offence um or a version of that offence for a year in practices. Yeah, it's different players, but there's got to be something there that you can hope transfers to some productivity. And, of course,
1: their head coach, former assistant at the Chargers, so he's going to have a bit of an inside track, if, you know. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting.
2: He's going to be, we'll be a good man, Chuck. I said, it depends on what they're focused on. I think, you know, when we really think about the matchup, um, you got to think about what are we afraid of? Well, we're not afraid of them passing, to be perfectly honest. I know they put up some big numbers, but a lot of that is garbage time stuff. I mean, if you watch these yep. games, these this team is out of it, and then the fourth quarter happens, and all of a sudden they kind of wake up. Why? Teams have a big lead, and they go in to kind of prevent defense, right? So I think the problem is is that what they are good at is they have a quarterback who's very mobile and who can gash us. And I think we've seen, I mean, they let – stone leg mac jones looked like and i believe somebody called him <laughs> i believe they called him matt Vic. that's right someone, someone was showing, showing his running plays against mac our defense Vic. showing hey it's mac Vic out there burning the defense and that's sad it's it's like philip rivers putting up very yards of rushing that's what it would be like i mean and Joel, that's, that's, Brad, that's a good
1: that is a good analogy you know yeah. good lord yeah i it's, mean we, it's we saw powerful. what
2: happened we saw what happened against baltimore you know, and we get them into every time the defense, we thought, oh, good, we've got him in, in a second long or third and long or whatever and long. And, you know, we've got we've got the advantage here. What happens? They, they run some sort of deep outs. They open up the middle of the field and they just let loose Lamar Jackson. Well, guess what? You've got kind of a Lamar Jackson light. There right now you've got Lamar Jackson. Luckily, you've got Lamar Jackson, maybe year one or two when he was still kind of working on accuracy issues, working on defensive, uh, being able to read defense and stuff like that. So you, you should be able to confusing in the passing game, but he's still going to be able to tear up this defense if they're not careful. So I, I, I'm just really concerned, like, what are they going to do? Who's going to shadow him, right? Do you, do, do we have Canine come back and just say, "Hey, your role is one role, and that's shadow him, and make sure he doesn't get more than two yards on any time he runs it." I don't know. Well, well that's an that, that
1: interesting job because they've got a decent O uh, line as well. Jason Kelsey there at centers playing lights out. I think he's a top three ranked center, you know. And we, we've we've not been good at generating pressure, so this is gonna be a tough game, I think.
3: I, I think it's going to be a really tough game. And there's one underlying theme, and that's disappointment of Dan King that he won't be out on the field, kicking field goals for the charges. Sorry, mate. <laughs> hey, i not needed
0: like, right now. It's fine. It looks like that hat. You should be on the there, mate.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so you know it's going to be a really interesting matchup. I think it's an, it's a really good team to be playing when you're coming off two defeats. You're not going to get a walkover. That's going to uh, and smash some team that's going to. Paper over the cracks, and you're not going to get smashed by one of the best teams in the NFL. It's a t- it's a team we should be going on the road and trying to just get the ball moving, trying to make plays, trying to get pressure on the quarterback, um, and and seeing if we can overcome the depth. Now, I have um one big feel for the moment. You know, we've heard a lot about the trade deadline. We didn't make a move and we talked on Tuesday that the Chargers aren't one guy and a couple of second round picks away from being the Super Bowl champions, right? I think we're a bit further than that. And the players on the block, Fletcher Cox was rumoured with a big high price. No one ended up biting on that one. Uh, So he'll play against us um, this weekend. Um, But we didn't make any moves. And now we're talking about do the Chargers go and get... Um, the Sean Jackson, then and we've moved on. Now, do we go to get Odell Beckham Jr.? You know, should we be going after these guys that are now free agents, maybe through waivers, maybe once if they clear waivers, uh, charges down in 20th on that list? So unlikely if the, anyone above them makes a claim, you know, Odell Beckham Jr. is gone. I don't think we should be going after them. I think now is the perfect time to give people like Palmer more snaps in wide receiver. Be more creative. See if you can go to some of the different tight ends and get Cook off the field. Rotate the edge rushers. See who's who if we're thinking next year's the year. Or, guys, am I completely wrong, John? And you think, actually, we need Odell Beckham to come in. Palmer can sit on the bench. Do we need to make moves to be a contender? Or am I right and it's too early to make big, sweeping moves like that?
2: um i I don't know if odell is is the right fit uh you know we've already seen some issues with communication between herbert and his current wide receivers and putting someone else out there who who while he is a great talent um he has been known to kind of you know be more loose about his routes as in uh i'm deciding i'm gonna run this route now instead of whatever was called and that's great when he gets open Uh, But the problem is he gets open, but nobody's expecting you to be open because they don't expect you to be there and the ball's not going to be there. Right. Uh, Herbert has really worked on his timing. You know, he's been really good about releasing the ball before the receiver even breaks a route and the ball being right there in their basket. Right. Like that's that's the kind of offense he wants to run. And I don't think Beckham really plays into that. Um, So as much as I'd love to add that kind of talent, I don't think that's a good fit. Deshaun Jackson does actually um interests me though i think the price is the price could be right i think he's older he's injury prone yes but you know what the million or you know million and a half two two million dollars is going to cost to bring him on is nothing and i think that adding that kind of speed uh, is important i love I, I love the idea of getting josh palmer more involved over guyton that's great let's get yeah. more work but at the end of the day i don't care how creative you are i don't care what kind of a genius you are you can't make palmer any faster than he is right and again maybe one of the slowest uh receiving core in the entire nfl deshaun jackson even at 34 could run circles around everybody on this team everybody Speed, and, man. We haven't got any.
1: We haven't. I got mean, any even speed. if you don't throw
2: him a single pass all year, just getting him on go routes and making the safeties commit to that, relieving some pressure, uh, you know, making them really respect us deep. I, I think that's different, but I think he is going to get open. And I think there are going to be those big 50 60 yard bombs that we saw last year. I think those might become more available if we've got a burner who can really post a threat. And you know, I think he would be worth it. Do we need to? I don't think we need to do anything. I think this team is fine the way it is. I think the team is who we thought they were. I think as it's constructed, this team can make the playoffs. Remember, there's seven wild, there's seven playoff teams, right? So there's multiple wildcard spots. I think they're right there in the thick of it. They don't have a tough schedule. They can definitely make it. So I don't think they need to do anything. But I think that Deshaun Jackson is the one move that I think, oh, okay, that's interesting. Raises my eyebrows. Let's see what we could do here. But I don't know. I honestly don't think it gets done. I just don't.
3: It depends if you want to be like the Rams, isn't it? Go get a big flashy name for L.A. and start making moves. And I don't feel the franchise wants to do that. That's the Rams thing. I, I guess they know, don't want to make Super Bowls.
2: No, I, I, guess they, no. I guess they don't want to make, an, uh, you know, conference championship games. I guess they don't Overrated, want to. Like, I, you know, I love the idea of building young and saving money. But the cap is a myth. It moves every year. The Rams wasted like four first round picks to draft Jared Goff. And guess what? They made a Super Bowl. They're gonna make their they're on track to make another Super Bowl. They continuously bring in high priced, flashy guys by getting rid of uh draft pick assets. And honestly, if you see all these teams who've tried to draft guys with those assets, there's been what one or two, maybe, maybe one or two really good players that were that were drafted in those slots. Why? Drafting's hard. It's a dice roll, right? Exactly. You know, we, we don't I I consider Tom Telesco one of the best first-round drafters uh, in the NFL. I think he's really good at finding the best talent in the first round. But guess what? He still missed Jerry Chillery. He's a bust, all right? And no offense to K9, Mm -hmm. but right now he's looking like a bust. I know he's got time to develop. Yeah. But for what we spent to get him, he's not living up to that right now. He's not living up to that that price that we paid. So it's not easy hit and everyone will tell you oh well you want to have as many draft picks so you have as many lotto picks no i want to have as many good players on my team and if that means trading away draft picks then get somebody on this team to put us over the top right okay again we're not one player away we need to i mean if they want to give away the next three years of draft picks to bring in three or four solid players that really finish this team then sure great go ahead and do that but i think next year could be the year we start to see uh telesco loosen his reins on that because we've got money uh, and then after we spend the money, we have draft picks. So we'll see. I, I don't. I don't have a lot of faith in it, but I, I think there is an opportunity. It's just it would be so outside of Tom Telesco's character to do that. I just don't know if it ever happens. Fair enough,
3: uh, guys. Either of the, you other two want, want Odell Beckham? Is John wrong? Just going down.
1: Going down. I'll jump in with what I've
3: got.
0: My only thoughts are what we've already touched on. Speed, great. Um Beckham I don't think we need an Odell Beckham um and I'm losing faith in Telesco um year on year he's one of the longest entrenched um GMs with some of the least success so that's that's where I'm at with Telesco I need to see
3: something fiery take go on the chopping block from Dan there. No, I, I did the wow. stats
0: a year ago, and he was he was definitely he in the longest serving GMs, and he didn't have the best record to show for it. But we kind of just go well. He picks good players, um, so he's kind of just carried on. Yeah,
2: I mean, in the it, first in the first couple of rounds, he picks good players. Yeah. Once you leave this, once you read the first two rounds, it's really like, I mean, what has he got to show for it? I mean, he's probably got more undrafted free agent hits than he does actual draft picks. Yeah, outside of the first two rounds.
1: I mean, on, on OBJ, it's a massive no for me, and this is the problem. We, we've we've already touched on the fact that K9's not stepping up to the mark. You know, we now need to start seeing what Palmer can do. He's been held back behind Guyton. Guyton's not the answer at, w, at wide receiver three. We need now, we, we've got we've got 10 games now to figure out what we're doing between now and April. Give Palmer a shot. Give him five or six games to see what he's, he's, he's capable of. There's no point in throwing him for two games because he's not going to get any rhythm. He's not learning anything. Give him a bit of a sustained uh, role in the team. Increase his snaps. And, and let's see where we go from there. Because at the minute, you know, we've, it's like John said, some of our third and fourth round picks are not great, you know. We all got excited about Chris Rumpf. Look what's happened with that, you know? And the players that are available that can have the potential to make some changes or impact the team, give them a shot. I don't think OB, OBJ, you bring OBJ in, you're putting a plaster on the wound. It's as simple as that. Interesting. You're all wrong. i knew it
3: (laughs) we need to sign odell beckham jr we need to give change the narrative on the chargers season do we need him no is he a fit not really and then teams probably needing him more absolutely especially with michael thomas going out with the saints sign if they signed rivers brought in odell beckham jr that helps them significantly It's it's a good shout um But I think the Chargers need to change the narrative. We're all moping. We've lost two on the trot. We're not any good. We're going to sneak into the playoffs and be rubbish. Go and sign Odell Beckham Jr. Go and get him on the field and the media talking about us again. Take the pressure and the spotlight away from Justin Herbert's struggles, injury, not sure. Go and let Odell Beckham Jr. soak up all the attention that he loves. Go and get the mean boy that we don't really take and change the narrative. What's the famous saying? You keep doing the same thing over and over again. You get the same response. Expecting a different result is insanity. So do something different. Odell Beckham Jr. is different. We've never made moves like that before. So go get him. I'll pick him up in fantasy to back you to Lesko. And you'll hopefully deliver me a fantasy championship. (laughs) False. <laughs> come That's on, you're not wearing a
1: hat again you've eaten them all.
3: I've eaten them all, eaten them all. <laughs> so come on. Predictions, put your neck on the line. I'm going to go straight to
1: was 28 20.
2: Chargers,
1: <laughs> John.
2: Uh, I can hear some fireworks in the background for sure. You can.
1: That's I'm, I'm in the middle of it here, right where I am.
2: Remember, remember the 5th of November. Come on, everybody. Um, all right. Um, I've thought about this long and hard. And I, I don't think the Eagles particularly scare me, but I think I'm actually more scared of ourselves, which is kind of par for the course. So I'm going to say it's 24, 24, 17 chargers. So I do think they win, but I think it's a very close game, and I don't think it's out. I think it's a tough one, though.
1: John, I'm with you, and I, I thought if I bet, if I originally I'd got us down to lose against the Eagles, I thought if I start thinking like that, I'm not going to watch the game. I don't want to start having those negative thoughts. So we're staying positive, glass half full.
0: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you both with it being a win, um, and with it not necessarily being the best game. I think it'll be lower scoring. I think we're looking at more of a 2016 Chargers win. Lots of field Happy goals. with that. I'll take that all day, Dan. I'll take that all day.
1: I like that positivity.
2: a lot of faith in field goal kicking there for us. I don't, I don't know. That's pretty bold, if you ask me. Dan, Dan's a kicker, man. He wants to be the kicker. Dan's got <laughs> faith in Predicting in more dunkings. than one field goal for us in a game is like, I don't know. I would never bet. I'd bet the under on that. If you're like, hey, do the charges kick two field goals successfully in a game, I'm gonna play I'm no under every time. Just doesn't I have <laughs> <laughs> So I'm gonna wrap it off with 21-6 charges.
3: Everything. Wow. <laughs> Everything
2: I don't I don't I, I, I see Jalen Hurts running for at least one touchdown. I,
3: I think Find they're himself. gonna put something like white like right on him, tranquil, they're gonna come up big, they're gonna be hitting him. They're going to take this the Eagles team apart. I think you're going to see Storm Norton get help and improve. And you're going to see Bo- Bosa absolutely racking up some sacks and some pressures, disrupting hurts. We're going to win. We're going to win big. Three touchdowns. We hold them to two field goals and we control the entire game. And we come home ready for the Vikings. We're Bez, super-
1: if that result comes in, I'll rescind all the fines that you've picked up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll
2: wow. take it. Bez Bez on a big one this weekend, trying to rescind his fines and win a fantasy championship with Odell Beckham Jr. Can I (laughs) I just point
1: out before we finish this podcast, the next time you'll see my face will be in España, flying out tomorrow morning. So I'll be another hour. So we've got we've got three time zones to work with now. That's going to completely blow us up.
3: (laughs) Yeah, it will do. (laughs) Uh, and, And you know, this is the number one international podcast for the Chargers. We thank you for our supporters. We thank you, but we love the community. Um, and, and it's a great community and great to have, have our supporters and our fans chime in. Um, look forward to the Eagles game on Sunday. You know, some bold predictions. Uh, what do you think? You know, let's find out.
1: Yeah, we'll we need you. to win because we've got, we are friends with Neil Dutton and he's a big Eagles fan. So, <laughs> oh, God,
3: yeah, we can't give him to him. Now, guys, that's all for tonight. Bolt up.